Gloria Moraga. This is one-on-one. Communications in the digital age. 850,000 plus Americans are homeless. That's an estimated half a million people. Men, women, children, families. They are either living on the streets in makeshift shelters, or they are living in homeless shelters of some kind provided by the cities in which they live. Some people live in their cars. Some people crash at the homes of friends or family. We even have a cute name for it when it's teenagers or young people in their 20s. We call it sofa surfing. And now when I read stories about the homeless online, they are often called unhoused. But there is nothing cute or funny about being homeless. Can you imagine not having a place to rest or sleep away from the cold? Horrible. And when you look at crime statistics, at least in Northern California, where I live, murders and crimes against the homeless are rising. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is One on One. Welcome to my podcast. I'm talking about things I'm thankful for. And I am thankful I have a home. I am thankful I am not homeless. Please subscribe to Gloria Moraga one-on-one. Please share with friends and family. I need your support. You can find a transcript of this podcast and more on my website, GloriaMoraga.com. Things I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for my home. How many times a day do you drive or walk past a homeless person? I think COVID kept many of us isolated and inside, and we really stopped seeing all the people who are homeless. I was driving down Elk Grove Boulevard two days before Thanksgiving when I saw a homeless man with bare feet, no shoes, no socks. It's November in California, but it's not extremely cold right now where I live. But it is cooler, and it's too cold to be sockless. I recorded what happened next. Here's that audio. Hi, everybody. It is two days before Thanksgiving, and I'm in Elk Grove. I was doing some shopping went to get the turkey and the stuff. And I'm driving down up Boulevard. I've got to go to uh, the pharmacy and pick up my pills. I take, uh, see my see my finger, it's crooked. A lot of people have crooked fingers. I take uh, calcium pills for my bones. My bones are brittle. And I'm driving down Elk Grove Boulevard and I see a man, homeless man, sleeping under a bus stop. He's under the bench. You know, it's one of the bus stop, I want to say kiosk, but you know. And I see that he doesn't have any socks on. So he's he's homeless and he's shoeless and sockless. And I've seen, you know, articles and such where they say that homeless people, it's the number one thing that they need we need to donate more socks. Because can you imagine what it's like to be a cold and not have any socks on? Um, so I go to get my meds. And of course, you know, most grocery stores now, it's, I go to Bel Air, Rayleigh's Bel Air, and they do have socks. I thought maybe they'd have some of those slippers. I get the socks and I just stopped to give him the socks and he, uh, 
I said, are you hungry? And he said, uh, I said, you have anything to eat? And he said, uh, no. And I said, so what do you want? So I go to Carl's Jr. What would you like to eat? And it's like a burger, a burger with, um, with no onions. So I'm on my way back to him now to give him his burger and his large Coke and fries. And I'm gonna try to record him. I'm gonna ask him. I, I wouldn't record anybody without asking them as a courtesy. So um, I'm gonna park. I can say that through the years I have been spoiled by um, being a reporter. Because when you're a reporter and you have your cameraman with you, your photographer with you, you're you kind of protected in a way. I mean, not not anymore thanks to Trump. You kind of have a le level of protection because your photographer can protect you. Plus, also, um, you're you're gonna record it. Nobody wants a record of of, of them assaulting you or, or something, and you have it all on tape. I'm I'm hoping that he's not a 5150, which is um, you know a little bit crazy, which is the uh, the penal code for crazy. I'm gonna do this and try to get an interview with him and ask about how he became homeless or what happened. We've gotta do something about the homeless situation in, in America, it's pretty bad. My theory is, of course, that it's all linked to mental illness. People have problems and um, you know, we didn't have a big homeless population when we had institutionalization or places where people with mental illnesses could go and be safe. Maybe not be totally safe, because what place is ever totally safe? If this works right now, it's going to be a podcast. If it doesn't work right now, uh, it's probably gonna be a short video or maybe a little podcast. But I am focusing this week on things I am thankful for because it's Thanksgiving week and I am thankful for socks. I am thankful I am not homeless. I am thankful that I have such a blessed life. And um, we'll see what our, our fellow here has to say to me. Um, maybe, you know, I'm violating his privacy. You know, uh, I'm just going to give him the burger first, get that out of the way so that if there's any issue, he'll at least have his food and his socks. Because, um, you know, I don't know if you've ever been like in a hospital setting or in prison or in, in, in any kind of situation. I, I know a good cheeseburger is like one of the things that you, you crave. At least I have. So I'm going to keep rolling. I'm going to get out, give him the food and... Um, see how it goes from there. I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna put my keys in my pants. Of course I've got my crutches. So I've never met a guy I could carry. Hi! Hi. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Oh. Uh. Don't get up. Don't get up. God bless you. Thank you. How's your whole hand? Oh I broke my collarbone and two ribs. Fall on the bike. Where's your bike? I don't have it anymore. Sorry, did you are you able to use the socks? Yes, ma'am, I have to put them on. Can I record you? Uh, I can just do audio if you want. For what? I actually do a little podcast. Okay. I'm doing a series this week on things I'm thankful for. Okay. 
and I, I'm, I'm saying things like, I, you know, I'm thankful for science because, um, you know, we got the COVID vaccine. Right. I'm thankful for, yesterday I was thankful for water. Right. Because we have clean, fresh water when we turn on the tap. And, uh, you know, one of the things I'm very thankful for is not being homeless. Right. So, what's your name? My name's Bill. Bill? Yes, ma'am. So, what happened? Um, it's just, it's a long story, but I'm supposed to be here, so. You are? For some amount of time. city received a five million dollar grant to house the homeless and they put Elk Grove PD in charge of that and particularly they put Elk Grove Pop Unit in charge of that. At this point Bill mentions the names of two Elk Grove police officers. I am not going to use their names because I believe in getting both sides of any story and it would not be fair to use their names unless I could get their side or speak to somebody officially. I will contact Elk Grove Police Department on Monday to see if they have a response to Bill's criticism of the Elk Grove POP unit. Now, POP stands for Problem-Oriented Policing, and it is an attempt by police in various cities to let cops on the beat who work in the community make the decisions out in the field about what to do with any particular call into police. So rather than have an administrative officer who sits at a desk decide what to do when someone calls for police for non-violent, non-threatening issues, Pop handles it. Regarding the $5 million Bill mentions, the Elk Grove City Council approved $5 million in state funding for the homeless on November 8, 2017. The funds are to be used for a range of services designed to navigate homeless people to permanent housing. Bill says the money is not being used to help the homeless, especially him. And I will ask Elk Grove officials about that next week as well. And I've been there five times seeking help and they put me on a blacklist. Why? Because I say, because I don't, I don't go by their out of sight, out of mind policy because that just further marginalizes me. Okay. And that's why I pick places like this, like this bus stop, which, and, and also out of sight, out of mind didn't work very well for me. That's how I eat, you know, I'm not on any benefits. The, um, they 
when the pop unit shows up, they have an agenda that's to run you off. Period. They had the money. They've had the money for now three and a half years. And I don't know of any long-term homeless people in Elk Grove they've housed. What were they supposed to do? Um, they're supposed to take something besides, okay, I've been there several times, and they have these navigators with excuse expression in Texas who say tits on more hog. You know, that's what they've been on. The last one's more useful. And I'll say that she probably tried to cut me off from help now. They talk about their professionalism, but yet if you criticize them at all, they cut you off from help. That's a hallmark of professionalism, isn't it? professionalism is. Okay. I've lived it for many years of my life. Right? But nonetheless, Elgro PD has been in charge of $5 million for the last three and a half years. When you when you camp here at a public, you know, uh-huh. we're at a bus stop right, right now in Elk Grove, did they come and, and haul you off to jail? I mean, what happens? No, they wouldn't want to haul me off to jail because one, the jail would have no end of fun with that one. Um, one, this is a public easement. Okay. As such, I can be here, and as long as I'm not interfering with anybody, I can be here 24 hours a day if I wanted to. That's uh, part of the reason why I chose here. The other thing is, is people don't understand that what I do falls under freedom of expression, and it's quite well protected here in California. Unless you're officers of the pop unit, and they've been driving me off whenever they come up on me. Yeah. I think that's enough for now. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, what, um, what are we going to do about about homelessness? What are we going to do? I, I mean, are you saying basically people who are responsible for fixing this problem, at least some of it, aren't doing their jobs? That's exactly what I'm saying. So this is a public easement, you said, so yes. you're fine here? Yeah, they'll still try to run me off sometimes. Enjoy your burger. I will very much. Enjoy your drink. I, I said no onions, but you know how they are. Oh yeah. All right. God bless Bill. You too. And I'm gonna um I'm gonna actually make some calls. Okay. And I'll let you know what happens. Thank you. All right. I'd like to see him help us. You know what I mean? I that's we all want that. They can do more than they do. We all want that. Everybody wants it. I don't even think I, I you know even the worst people don't want right. someone to be on the street. And there are a lot of there are a lot of people that are mentally ill. system and they need to care for it. Right. They need long-term care. Regardless of how intensive that care is, they have to have somebody touch them. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. All right, you you take care, man. Okay. And I'll be around. I live right there. I okay. live right oh, just well, walk away. All right, take care. Thank you. All right. Well we did not get a sad story. He didn't want to talk about his story, which you know He's been on the street for five years. He's survived on the streets for five years. How? How do you survive on the street for five years? You have to take advantage of some... Well, he was a very um, soft-spoken man, very nice man. Um, So I'm sure that people reach out to him. I did. I can't see, stand to see someone sleeping on the street without socks. So funny 
how our paths cross because he's having problems with the police. I have a history of working with the police. So I'm sure the police have another story to tell. They will, and it'll be a good story about him. And um, like every time you get two sides of a story, Boy, that's great. I left my car and didn't lock it. <laughs> so as I pulled away, as I came here around in my car, I could see through the hedges that he's scarfing down the burger and fries. He's really hungry. So I'm sure when he was talking to me, it was just like, go away so I can eat my food in peace. <laughs> I'm Gloria Moraga. This is one-on-one -on -one. communications in the digital age and things you find out when you talk to people. Yep. I'm thankful for the house I live in. I'm thankful for the roof over my head. I'm thankful I am strong enough to walk up to someone and ask what happened. I'm thankful that I have a political reporter experience and I can call the police easily and I can call the mayor easily and I can call the city manager easily. Now whether I can get answers easily is another thing. It's up to them. But I can certainly call and I can certainly ask. I have um, I have crutches but I have uh, experience in that area. Stay tuned.